because technique is a controlled thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a control that there, there's a that's a control thing, and that's why it can never be genuine creation and art. Right. It's there to facilitate. Right. It's just like mm -hmm. I'm I'm the building. Right. Like I'm just the building. I'm just the stage. Right. That's right. technique. Yeah. That's that's technique. Structure. The yeah. structure, yeah, like for this to happen here, but I have no control over what happens in here, right? Mm -hmm. But I've created the environment for something to happen here. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hello, everybody, to this, uh, I don't know, I was about to say this very special episode. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if special is quite the right word. I mean, it's it's a it's a different episode. We're doing a bit of a different episode. Um, we're just kind of jumping in and I into something. We thought, you know what? It's around the holidays. You know, it's, it's, it's a certain time of year. And we thought, you know what? Let's do something with, with, some lightness to it i think we try and keep things light but you know it's like we're, we're like let's let's just i don't know let's just have a fun conversation about uh about something and we thought you know what it's been a while since we've talked about movies you know just you know we mentioned movies you know on occasion on this show but like hey let's just talk about let's talk about movies let's talk about uh some of our favorites and you know i i'm and maybe stuff that's older, maybe stuff that's more recent. I don't know exactly, but, and then, you know, a little bit is like, well, what is it about these movies and, and some of the themes about them, I'm sure is a part of it that we're going to get into. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to just kind of shooting the shit, uh, about flicks with you, Brandon. So, uh, what do you want to, what do you want to start off with? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll just pick a movie because I mean, there's no, more, there's no more to say really to introduce. Oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I suppose not. Um, so, you know, I rewatched a movie. I'll, I'll bring this one into the mix as we're just as we're just getting into this. I rewatched this movie. I'm pretty sure you've seen it as well. It's called Begin Again. Do you remember that? Oh movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kira Knightley, um, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know Adam Le and sorry Adam Levine's in that one too from Room yeah. Five. Yeah, it's good. I love the I love the uh, the song like the the sort of that theme song for it, um, which is actually a Maroon Five song, but like kind of became like a mm. part of the movie. Anyhow, go ahead. It's yeah, great. Well, movie. I, <clears throat> when I first saw it, I remember I really liked it, and then you know, it's it's sometimes it's nice to rewatch a movie because you pick up things that you just didn't get on the first go. And uh, one of the things I love about that movie is I love the whole idea that everything you, everything that's meaningful and everything that you want is always just like, it's, it's always like right there, but we have all this bullshit around why we don't just go out and do what we really want to do. And, and, and all this kind of bullshit around why we don't, do it the way we really want to do it. And in the, in the movie, just to give people a brief synopsis is basically a music producer or developer. I don't know what you'd call him, but music producer, I guess. And he, 
his recently he has split with his wife. He's a bit estranged with his daughter. He's like drunk most of the time. He's lost basically almost all connection with meaning in his life and his career. He had like, um, uh, we find out later in the story, I'm, I don't think I'm ruining anything, basically he had a mental breakdown. And then this is where we find him. And then there's this other character, and that's Mark Ruffalo. And there's this other character, Kira Knightley, who's this. Essentially, she's like a poet, but she's like a very purist artist. Like she's like very pure to the soul. And she has a boyfriend who's quite successful in the music industry, and she's very supportive of him. And I won't fill you in too much on her story, but essentially these two people meet and they decide to produce a record together. But instead of going through the traditional mode of like, do it in the studio and get everything perfect, they decide to do it on the streets of New York. And it's like, basically they're making like an indie film Mm -hmm. and, and they really like do it in a way where they're trying to capture a certain character in even the way they're doing it. Yeah. And I guess it's the indie filmmaker in me that just loves this whole idea of like, don't make an excuse. Just if this is what you want to do, go out and do it and embrace the fact that you're doing it this way. Like just own it, like make that a part of the whole thing. Like don't, don't fight it. Don't try and pretend this is what not what you're doing. And it's a really beautiful story. I feel like there's so much humanity in it. So much comes to life, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, Maybe there's something about that movie as well, like for me, where I can relate to it too, in the sense that I feel like my artist journey has been at least 20 plus years. And at a certain point, I wouldn't say I had a a breakdown, but I kind of did. And then restarting and coming at this all again, I like that idea that you can be doing something for a long time and then come back to it and realize you had something right in the beginning, but maybe you couldn't see it until this later part in your journey. And then you kind of come back to recapture that core seed that was the beginning of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a great movie to bring into this because not, not only is it, yeah, a fantastic movie and I love music movies. Those are like my favorite, you know, I'm not such a musical person, like as far as like musicals, like as a, as a genre not to say that I don't like some, there are some that I, I I like, but that's kind of like the type of movie, how I love the incorporation of music because there's, there's a reality to it for me, which is like, you know, oh yeah, of course, like these people are musicians. So they're playing music and stuff like that. Like once it was a, a movie that came out a while back that I loved as well. That was kind of, mm-hmm. um, similar. Um, I don't know if you remember once, uh, it was an Irish movie. Um, anyhow, uh, well, tell us about it, Evan. Yeah, no, no, well, no, no. I want to. I, first, I want to talk about uh, okay. about uh, about begin again because you know it it contains a lot of the things that we we talk about a lot on on this show, and you know it's like Mark Ruffalo's character is kind of like this embodiment of a creative person who ends up making their creativity about all of these other things, right? It starts to become like as success starts happening and, 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 you know, it's becoming your career and you're, and you're doing quite well. Suddenly all of these other things are now the priority and sometimes having to come back to, you know, all right, where did this all, where, where, why, what brought me to this thing in the first place and begin again, like such an apt, uh, 
title for it. And yeah, that whole dynamic of, of the way in which they, they make this record, you know, very sort of guerrilla style, um, recording. And, you know, that's something that I know in a lot of artists do, um, and, and is in some ways very lost. Like I remember when I did a little bit of recording, um, with a, with a friend of mine, um, who, you know, had worked in some pretty big recording studios and stuff like that. And, you know, seeing that whole process of, of how a song comes together. And I remember him sharing with me that like, you know, the way that so many records are made now, the way that so many songs are recorded now, he says like, they will literally like, because everything's digital, right? He's like, they will literally go in word by word of a song and they'll, they'll take that a single word from this take and splice it. And like, and he's like, and they'll actually put together an entire song by just cutting out things like, like just piece. And it's, there's something kind of extraordinary about that on one level. And there's a part of it that also just makes me go, what the fuck is going on here? Like that seems <laughs> totally, that seems totally nuts to me, you know, like in, in this idea of everything's got to be so perfect. Right. And I would say that's almost one of my issues with sometimes music that I hear today is that it's just, there's just something too clinical about it. There's just something too perfect about, how everything comes together and it can feel so refreshing when you listen to an old record or sometimes an artist, you know, particularly artists who play with live bands and stuff like that. Um, when they, when they do a record where everybody gets together in the room and they do a live recording with it, like it's such a rare thing to be done anymore, but there's a quality um, that that's there. And that's why artists sometimes come back to doing something like that, which is like, Oh yeah, there's something about everybody all together, you know, just like feeding off each other, really feeling off of each other. And you know what, maybe it's not going to be perfect, you know, in, in terms of how some of the sound comes out, but there's, there's this acknowledgement that there's something else that ends up making its way into the music that otherwise isn't going to be there. So, um, yeah, yeah. Great movie, man. Great yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, those it's are been a while nice... since I've seen it, but it's great. Yeah. It's a good one to revisit. I, I recommend it. Um, I would say, uh, you know, that's some good insights too, that you brought in just about the whole music industry and like, and just art in general and how we put it together. Something that I learned, uh, a few months ago, which really kind of, it was a month or two ago. I don't know. It was just an, it was a moment. It was like, it was like an insight. I mean, I guess where I was working on, I did a day where I was helping, uh, my friend. Um, so I was working on a site where we were doing siding on a house, which I knew nothing about. And I remember we had to fit some of the siding. I shared this story once before, but I'll just share it again. Cause it relates, I think to music and it relates to just everything in art. But there's a, there's a math and a science to stuff, and then there's an art to stuff. And I remember we were fitting this part, and I said, oh, you got to get creative here. And he's like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you got to fit it in. He's like, oh, it's not creative. And he like basically showed me he's just doing the math. Like 
It's all just math. There's nothing creative about it. It looks creative, but it isn't creative. And I think for artists, there's a certain part of the process that we do have to recognize is a little bit, it's the math, it's, it's the science, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, you know, it's, it's a very practical thing. And it's important that you, that you understand the system of how it works so you can deliver on it. But there is a, there is an, there is an art as well. And sometimes the art comes more in the feel and the approach. So I'll share one other thing just before we move on to the next movie, but something I've been learning about marketing because marketing, I've always struggled with a little bit. It's always been something that's baffled me. It's like, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like I understand it, but I don't seem to understand it. And I was reading this book and um, they pointed out how a lot of times people think marketing is branding and branding is marketing. And, and I'll just kind of give you the difference because maybe we can parallel this back to art at some point, but branding, for example, if you were designing a website is the colors you choose, the font you pick, the way it looks, the moving parts that just kind of float around or something, the pictures, that's all branding. That's all image and feel that's art. Yeah. But the, the marketing is the words and there's a way to tell a story, which is much more about like. For example, if you tell a story, they do this great example where it's like, if you tell a story and there's no problem that happens in the story, it's a very boring story. So there's a math to it. If you're going to tell a good story, we need to know what's, what's the problem that's overcome at some point. You know what I mean? Like, even when I presented begin again, I was like, yeah, he had this meltdown. He's a, he's a drunk, his wife left him. Those are all problems. And we're like, okay, how do we deal with that. We want to see how he overcomes that. We want to see how it's confronted, you know? And so marketing is a lot to do with identifying the problem and then working through the problem and being able to communicate that, but it's not artistic. It's actually a system. And so if you don't do that, you, you know, all the pretty pictures and all the nice font doesn't really, it feels nice, but it doesn't really have the emotional impact that marketing is meant to have. Movies Mm. are the same way. You could say movies have marketing and branding as well. For sure. So anyway, anyway, I just wanted to bring that in because you brought in music. I think there's a lot of parallels between all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I, I was just going to say, and maybe I've already said this on on the podcast. It was something that that I I came to sort of an uh, a articulating of this for myself not too, too long ago. But, you know, it's this idea that, like, for me, art or something that we might call art and genuine creativity and creation, um, because it is something that is spontaneous. To me, it's something spontaneous and, and in the moment, it's like it, it's this happening that occurs, right? Um, that's a little bit out of our control. Um, and so art is the is our sort of experience and expression of that spontaneity Mm. um so where technique fits into that right the tools and the techniques are always in service to that thing all right it's like it's it's not the other way around it's like the 
that those things are in service to that thing, to that experience and expression of something spontaneous happening. Therefore, technique are the conditions that you create for that to happen. Hmm. It was sort of like a, it was like okay, a clarity. Okay. Let's, let's explore this a bit. This is, this okay. is good. I like this because uh, I, I mean, I'm not entirely, I want to, I want to know more about what you mean. Okay. Well, so essentially like this, this question that we're asking of like, yeah, so like there's, there's the sort of the, the, the science and, and, and the art, there's the technique and the, and the creativity, there's the, the mess and the math, how is, I remember a teacher once characterizing it as, and you know, that relationship, right? Because I think that for the most part, most part, we can agree that like, well, you know, someone, it's very rare that you see somebody who has zero technique succeed in an art, you know, and, and by that, I mean like succeed as in having something that, um, that impacts people that has relevance to us, um, and meaning to us. Um, so what is that thing? And for me, it's like this understanding, this understanding of like, okay, well, what is this art creativity thing? And I mean, that's a huge conversation. Like you could have a, a, but for me, sort of that, that way of thinking about it is, is maybe the most succinct thing for myself that I've, I've come to, which is that essentially the, the technique that you learn is, is about creating the circumstances. It's about laying a foundation for yourself. And so like, how do you, how do you do that? And that's, that's the technique and that's mm. going to be different for, for everybody. It's like, okay, the technique is just to help me create this situation, create the circumstance, circumstance, create the ability for that thing to be possible. Right. And then it's, it's up to this spontaneous, um, the spontaneous, mysterious thing to happen, mm -hmm. right? But you can't. But technique can't be that thing. No, it's not. Like it, it just it can't. It, it can't be that thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't fill in the the quality of well, the because technique is a controlled thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a control that there, there's a that's a control thing, and that's why it can never be genuine creation and art. Right. It's there to facilitate. Right. It's just like mm -hmm. I'm I'm the building. Right. Like I'm just the building. I'm just the stage. Right. That's right. technique. Yeah. That's that's technique. Structure. Yeah. The structure. Yeah. Like for this to happen here, but I have no control over what happens in here. Right. Mm -hmm. But I've created the environment for something to happen here. Right. But we need the structure in place. Otherwise, how do we have the art be facilitated in something? Like I'm thinking about the yeah. siding on the wall, right? I'm like, oh, you have to get creative. And he's like, no, I don't. And I was thinking that that was creative. And, and in hindsight, now I look at it, what was what was creative was matching the colors of the of the wall of this place you know it was d designing how the, the like in your mind having a vision of how this might come together or what it might look like you know and and putting those pieces together and and what feel that would create and 
the sense that you're trying to kind of, I guess, suggest, or maybe you don't even know, but you just have this, you know, but th there's an art in that and you have to be able to, you know, color such an interesting thing in that respect, because it's something you have to be able to kind of get a sense of and like feel and people who are really good with color, they, they have what I've, I've, I've interviewed people on this and they have a, almost a relationship with color and they, they, they know that they're very in touch with like, this is the feelings that these will suggest. And these are the, this is the sense you'll have if you go into this room and it's lighter or darker, or this is contrasting or, or if it's blending, you know, and those things all make a difference. Right. But fitting the pieces that will be painted, for example, or that will be colored. A lot of that stuff just gets, it's just structural, you know, it's just a matter mm -hmm. of math and putting it together, but it needs to be there to color something. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think yeah. I follow. I think I follow. Well, yeah. let's, uh, let's, um, let's move on to another movie if you don't mind. We should. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I don't one? mind at all. I was going to say, we should talk about another movie yeah. of, of, of some kind. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like stuff that I've been watching recently and anything that's you know really struck a chord or or really really hit something and i mean unfortunately i find that it's very rare that i'm i'm seeing something like i i i watched the godzilla versus kong movie <laughs> which i mean i'm i'm a I, i'm just such a sucker for monster movies but um and i hate to just you know I don't like to dump on on. <laughs> I had to turn it off, Evan. On things, I, but I, I made it through to the end. But I I was I was laughing, you know, like like yeah. at a certain point, like kind of like why am I still watching this? <laughs> um. So there's that. So let's not. I don't think we necessarily need to talk about that. I don't really want to talk about a bad movie and and you know and dissect the, what went wrong with it. I'd rather talk about. What are some good movies and what's like, and why were they good? You know, yeah, why yeah. were they, um, you know, like a lot of people, I watched the All Quiet on the Western Front movie that came out. I thought that was very good. A lot of people saying one of the best anti-war movies ever made, but I don't know if I want to talk about that either. You know, actually, a movie that I was talking about recently with my wife um, was Garden State. Oh, I love that movie. I haven't watched that movie in such a long time but I was sharing with her that you know because it was this movie and I didn't see it in theater but it was this little you know it was this little movie that had a great cast in it right but like it was this little movie with the guy from Scrubs <laughs> and and people were just sort of would just sort of talk about it right like and it was this was like pre-streaming days too like when when this was still when like physical media was still driving a lot of things it was so it was like a dvd that i picked up at some point i was like oh, okay i've heard so many great things about this movie i'm gonna sit down i remember i sat down i watched it one afternoon by myself on like a rainy afternoon and which is like the perfect time i feel like to watch a movie like garden state and it was one of these movies that as a young actor and still to many many degrees still to this day it is the embodiment of at the time I was like this is the kind of movie that 
I could just have an entire career doing movies like this. I would love to have to, to just do movies like this for the rest of my life because like it was a little, it was an independent movie, but so much heart and soul and, and just heartfelt. And I actually watched that movie. It was actually the movie that probably inspired me to write my first script on my own on the highway. Um, and I know that you're, you're familiar with, with my script. Um, and in thinking about it, it probably makes sense. I'm sure to a certain degree that it's like that there was certainly a feeling of almost garden state in that script for me, because it was something I was like, Oh shit. Like you can make movies like this. People can make movies like this, you know, like they're not just, they're not just big, you know, blockbusters, uh, not necessarily like, cause now I feel like the word blockbuster just has people just think of like action movies and comic book movies and shit like that. But you know, blockbusters used to be like, you know, period pieces and stuff like that as well. You know, like movies that still had huge budgets and sets and costumes and stuff like that, where they don't, you don't see too much of that stuff anymore, but it was still this sort of grandioseness to, to film and here was a movie that was just so um, subdued to a certain degree. Like it was subdued. It was meditative. It was, um, you know, so intimate and, and, and so effectively intimate, you know, because it was like, yeah, it's like, here's just these kind of nobody people to a certain extent, right? Like it's, these could just be anybody walking around, you know, on the street that you could pass by and, and, and there's all of these big things going on in their lives. And I, so for me, Garden State was actually, and I would probably have to put it somewhere in my top 10, you know, when I think about it, like, cause because of a movie that's had, uh, an impact on me, it definitely had an impact in terms of reshaping my, my a lot of my thoughts and ideas about what kind of movies you can make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love that movie for a number of reasons. I think it's a, uh, you know, I, I think that, that filmmaking goes through ebbs and flows through times. And I think right now we're in kind of a technology boom and th just the way streaming has happened and like how, we don't go to the theater as much as we used to. There's like just the industry of film has changed, but I think that there is a, there's always room for stories that, you know, if they're, if they're really like, if they can get in there, if they can get past your defenses, past your, 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 your walls, they can sneak in there and they can give you a real experience. And you know, I mean, th there's all sorts of movies that get made. I'm I, like, I've watched so many movies recently because I've just been kind of on a, I've been on a bit of a terror, like getting back into my movie watching. And um, there's lots of movies that get made, but they don't, They like what I'm finding is like, I really appreciate a movie that can deliver. And what I mean is that it's clear. It gives me it pulls me along emotionally and keeps me connected to the story the entire time. It has an, it has an, an effective 
and proper narrative. If it's a drama, it gets me emotional. If it's a comedy, it makes me laugh. If it's a thriller, it gets me in suspense or something or mystery. Like the, the, the thing is I'm finding with a lot of like people say, oh, you can't make these films anymore, these art films. And it's like, well, Garden State is artistic, but it isn't an art film. It delivers. It is artistic and it's creative and it has some flavor to it that's unlike anything else that's out there. But if if you follow it from a story narrative, we follow a character. the 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 problem is presented early. We we realize what his struggle is. He has an inciting incident, um, which is essentially meeting this girl, really, and then it takes him on a journey that's we don't know where it's going to go and it's fun to explore and he has transformation and so do people around him as he gets through to the end and we have this kind of oh wow look at that and really it confronts some deep themes and it has something kind of connected all the way through and that to me is like delivering so there's always room for these stories i think it's like interesting right now because there's a lot of talk in the industry about how you can't make these kind of movies anymore and I, I and I and I'm kind of that upsets me to hear that first of all because those are the only movies I really want to make anymore, and then secondly, it's just not true because, you know, I see these movies get made that are they're getting they're 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 making money they're getting streamed or they're even getting released to theaters and I'm like, yeah, but they don't. there's still dramas that get made. There's still these things that get made. There's still these character kind of stories that get made, you know? So anyway, Garden State's a special film for me as well in that way. And I'll just say Mm -hmm. something about your on the highway script. So I was thinking about this actually just yesterday. Yeah. I think about your script sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let it go to your head, but your screenplay on the highway because I was reading my marketing book and I was like, does this hit the marketing points that I'm learning right now? And I'm like, it does. Your script tells me what basically the problem is right off the bat. I know what we're dealing with. The characters have uh, a decision and action moment, inciting incident. They go on a journey. I don't know where it's going to go. It comes to an elation point where I'm like, oh shit, look at that. And, And a transformation and then a resolution and by the end of it, I'm satisfied. And it does everything that a good movie should do. And I and I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm like, I don't even know if he intended to do it, but it follows the, the core principles of what makes a good story. And to me, the core principles, if you hit the core principles, and they can be hit in a totally random way, seemingly, if you hit on them, you deliver your movie. And to me, I've been really like just appreciating a, a well-delivered story. Like it's yeah. like it it takes me down the road in a way that keeps me engaged and gives me something. And I feel like it was worthwhile by the time I'm done it. Mm-hmm. Like I gained something, I grew, I had the experience. Maybe I didn't even know I wanted, but I had something. And then I can walk away and be like, that was worth my time. That was that was worth the exploration, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Evan, and this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. 
Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of, and and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed my script so much, Brandon. <laughs> And uh, you, which you've shared with me before, but yeah, it's, maybe um, uh, maybe an investor will come in and we can make this thing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're gonna I mean, hear me talking about it. They're like, the script must be good. <laughs> well, I, mean, I actually remember talking to a to a guy who was, um, uh, you know, when I, about investment for it at one point in time, who, um, you know, was had had a very successful business with like green selling, like like green. Um, like disposable products kind of thing <laughs> and also had a side business selling very good uh olive oils and uh you know was a, and also was like involved with helping like a lot of startups and stuff like that just very sort of you know business savvy um business savvy dude and i remember just chatting with him and was telling him about the movie and he was kind of like he'd never done a movie or anything like that before but I remember telling him a, a bit about it and from his sort of business standpoint, marketing standpoint, you know, he was just being like, oh, he's just like, look, like you like amp up that idea of like get getting in the in the van, like like just jumping in that Volkswagen, you know, bus and, and hitting the road. Like he's like that, like that is something that people just grab onto. Like that's yeah. just all right. Like, you know, that's, that's <laughs> something that people just fantasize about, you know, like drop everything just, and get in this, in this Volkswagen bus, hit the road. Like there's, there's something romantic and beautiful about that, that that's going to bring people in. But anyhow, um, in terms of some, some of what we were like talking about before, you know, in terms of like this sort of like technique and art thing, you know, it's like I had read, I had read, precisely one book on <laughs> on screenwriting you know and i'd i'd you know obviously had conversations about story and as an actor you're exposed to a lot of it and you have a a particular interest in film and storytelling so there i guess you 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 start to pick some things up by osmosis and stuff but i'd read one book on it which was very useful um uh how to write a great movie by Jeff Kitchen. Uh, and it was basically, you know, like he, he's, I wouldn't say that his, his book and his principles rewrite anything. And I'm sure he probably would say the same. Right. But it's like, there are some classic things that have been observed um, over the years as being like, well, these seem to be elements that make up a great story. Right. It doesn't guarantee you have a great story, but if you don't have these things there, there's a good chance that your story's not going to work or people aren't going to care about mm -hmm. the story that you have to tell. And yeah, that, that element of transformation um, is an important thing, right? Like it's like, I remember sort of from from what I had learned about storytelling, like, you know, you have to start off, one of the first things you have to know is like, what's your theme? Like, what's the theme of this? What what are you trying to say with the story? Which I think is... Or at least what do you think you're trying to say? What do you, Yeah, or at least what, what do you think you're trying to say? You at least have to really commit to that. Um, because yeah, you might discover that it's a little bit different by the time you reach the end of your story. But 
basically like so you have this this thing that you're trying to say with this story and one of the things was like the the first things that you present is a dilemma right that's the, and that's like a platonian i think it was plato who had, had observed that um throughout all the stories and plays was that dilemma was the first dramatic um element that was identified there's like dilemma crisis decision and action resolution that's sort of like the four things and so you you still present a strong dilemma and then in essence how how your protagonist or protagonists solve their dilemma at the end of the story how how they solve their dilemma at the end is actually most where your theme is communicated and so it was like just sometimes some very simple thing i'm i'm a big fan of simplicity mm. in general but when it comes to technique um i'm a big fan of simplification like make it simple because usually if you start to if if it gets too complex it becomes um inactable so to speak yeah. right like well, you it's... know i love that you brought this up because i actually wanted to bring it here and i was like i don't want to force it we'll just see if it comes up but it came up and um i was teaching my uh one of my writing classes the other night and we were talking about conflict and i i always whenever i try to teach a concept or i try to work through something i always try to just ask people like what is conflict what do you think it is you know and i just try to get people's take on it because people go on to what conflict is like in there but then all of a sudden you ask them and they're like wait what is conflict conflict is is this and then people are describing it but anyway uh someone was like well conflict could be like um you know, I'm a vegetarian and you're a meat eater and we want to go for dinner and you want to go to the keg or some steakhouse and I want to go to this vegan place. And I was like, right, <clears throat> great conflict. And then I kind of went into this whole thing about that's a great conflict. It's a superficial conflict, which is the basis of all real conflict. It's not really about the steakhouse and the vegan restaurant. Mm. It's about the underlying elements that are going on in this relationship. <laughs> it just so right. happens to be that we're talking about a steakhouse and a vegan restaurant and our differences and, you know, whatever. But if we, if we, we can start a scene from that conflict and we can go into the depths of hell to that relationship mm -hmm. or heaven, however you want to look at it, but we can go deep, 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 way down into history and all sorts of wonderful things. And so, you know, simplicity is such a great place to start because it's like, well, I, I need to think of this big conflict for my movie to make it interesting. It's like, no, you don't. You just need a conflict <laughs> and let that be the crack of the door that lets you into the room because you don't even know what's in the room yet. And I mean, that's a great way to write drama, I think, from that interpersonal depth. But a lot of the time, conflict in like an action movie can be the same. Like we have to get across town in one hour and, you know, and it's going to take us 
like exactly one hour to do it. And if we don't, like this person's going to die or that's going to blow up or blah, 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 blah. And then the conflict becomes about all the obstacles and all the variations between going from here to here. And your whole movie could be based around, we have to get from this location to that location. And that's your whole movie. Yeah. And then everything that happens in between, it's like, well, it isn't really just from here to here, but it is. And And I think this is a really important thing to bring up because- Movies that deliver often start with a very, very simple conflict or a simple dilemma, a yeah. simple problem that that actually opens up into complexity. And I think that's a much better way to start than to start with some really complex idea and try to simplify. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually because for sure it's like usually like, like with anything, if you want to get deeper with something, like you got to start digging it's not yeah. you know the the stuff isn't you know the 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 well isn't found you know on the on the surface right like you've got to you got to go down to hit the hit the water yeah. right but you've you've still got to start at the surface yes to a certain extent right like you can't you, you you can't always just hit that that deep part like you've got to start at like okay what's this initial thing and i love that where it's just like oh okay well you know uh, he's a vegan and she's a, and she's a meat eater. Right. And it's like, Oh, okay. All right. Like, <laughs> but that's not really what the, what, you know, if we're going to go yeah. conflict, like where's the real conflict in, in this relationship, you keep going down and down and down. And that's, you, you uncover that that's just kind of a symbol, you know, that one thing is just sort of a symbol of like a real deeper human conflict that's going on. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, let's talk about another movie. Yeah, let's pick one more. Uh, well, let's see. We only have a little bit of time left to, to dig into this one, but, um, is there anything that's coming to mind? Uh, I, I have a few that have, I've been watching recently. I'm just thinking, is there one I should just pick out of the mix? Unless you got one that you're, that you're thinking of. Oh, that I'm really clamoring for. I mean, one thing that I will say, I've got a couple on like my list. I just recently saw like on, uh, on Amazon prime, there's like a, and I haven't watched these, but I, I'm just bringing it up because it gave me a lot of uh, joy to see that these sorts of movies are still being made. But there's this one called like A Walk in the Woods and it's with Robert Redford. Oh, oh yeah, I just watched that. Oh, did you just watch it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I haven't watched it yet, so don't ruin that one. Don't 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 tell me anything about it. Um, and there's this other one that was up on Amazon with, uh, I can't remember his name. I always forget his name, but he's that like older guy with the mustache and he's got the crazy deep voice. He's in like the big Lebowski and he's like, sometimes there's a man. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't, yeah. I'm not yeah. thinking of the movie though. Yeah. There's some, there's this movie. It looks fantastic. I'm just like, this yeah. looks great. Like just again, like a little, a little movie with a lot of heart telling a story about being a human. You know, mm -hmm. what it is to be human. Like, come on, man. Like, what what, what else do you... <laughs> that's really what storytelling is all about for me. You know, it's like... Yeah. You know, and, and what I say to my actors all the, that I, I work with all the time, it's just like, you know, like, this this whole acting thing is about us really exploring this this thing of what it is to, to be a human, what it is to exist, what it is to be alive. Like... Otherwise, why does, why, why do we even do this? Mm -hmm. 
Like, why the fuck do we even do this? <laughs> you know, like it doesn't make any sense any other way. <laughs> I, you know, I'd love to, I, I'd love to have a, another one of these conversations down the road because we talked about some drama. I think I'm, I'm going to throw in one, Evan, because yeah. we can do one other genre, which I think comedy would be a nice, a nice, because uh, we kind of went uh, drama to dramedy. Now we might as well do a comedy. So we kind of like are blending through. Um, <laughs> Because I would say Garden State is a dramedy, drama primarily, but it's a dramedy because it's it's quite funny and it's designed to be funny yeah. on some heavy issues. And one of my favorite genres for sure. Yeah. If not my uh, favorite genre. Totally. Begin Again is purely a drama. It has some nice hearted moments, but it's it's definitely a drama. So uh, one that I love, a movie I love, and I just rewatched again was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You've seen this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's such a good movie. I mean, it is so, so well done. I like appreciate that movie so much because it delivers constantly on being funny in my opinion. And obviously uh, upon the opinion of many, because the film did quite well and still maintains pretty good status, I think in culture, but um, it starts with that, you know, it starts with a very basic and kind of relatable problem your the love of your life breaks up with you and you're heartbroken and <laughs> what do you do and and the and the whole healing process of trying to deal with that and the and kind of almost the the stupidity of love and heartbreak and how all that um messes with us and you know does doesn't always bring out our best selves, I suppose. But there's yeah. so many good moments about this movie. I This is probably one of my top favorite comedies, if not, it's pretty close. I mean, I would say that in Wedding Crashers, maybe there's a couple others that are like right up there for me with like top top tier comedies. Mm-hmm. But I love this movie because it's I find it really funny and I find it really quite heartwarming and somewhat relatable too. Like there's, a, there's just a lot of like all the characters... And I love movies where they achieve this quality where the characters, their friendships and their relationships almost feel like a family. Like it feels like, you know, there's some kind of quality and it's, and that quality is special to me in a movie. If you can kind of achieve that, you know, we're all kind of in this together quality. I mean, I love that. So it does something like that for me. Anyway, I don't know if you have any thoughts you want to add. To that on one. forgetting Sarah Marshall. I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, it was one of those those Apatow classics, you know, from from the day. I feel like there was that like, there was like this period where there was some just unbelievable comedies that were were kind of coming out year Was over it an year. Apatow film? I don't know if I don't know if Judd actually I don't think he actually directed that or wrote it, but he, I'm pretty sure it was his studio. Cause like Jason he Siegel, have, yeah, he might've helped produce it. Cause I think the main actor, um, yeah, him uh, and him, he's been part he of Apatow's it. crew. Right. Yeah. Jason Siegel. Right. Um, yeah. like he's been with Apatow since freaks and geeks. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pretty sure it was like his Apatow studio was, was basically produced it and, and put it together. But yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it's like one, it was part of like one of those, I think that was one of those things that where Apatow comedies kind of put a stamp on, on things like, yeah, they did a lot of kind of silly stuff, but there's always been this, uh, gravitation towards, okay, but these have to be real people. 
to a certain extent, right? Like, unless we're going totally nuts, totally crazy, like something like Anchorman, which is equally <laughs> one of my favorite comedies of all time. But there's something to be said about these very relatable um, slice of life type of people and you and you throw them into these extraordinary circumstances and you just turn the dial up a little bit on mm-hmm. on on just the the like just a little bit of a hyper real approach to things but it was one of those those movies that really actually did explore the complications of yeah like a deep deep heartache um and navigating that kind of stuff but then also just splicing it in with with hilarious shit happening like and one of the things i loved about it was just random stuff they would throw random stuff in that movie on on occasion like there's this one thing one scene that i remember from like the from the my very first watching of it in theater where he was like, I, I can't remember how the whole setup was, but basically he was like, Oh no, I'm 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 helping helping whoever like, you know, roast a pig or something like that. And then it cuts to him, like it's just a very quick cut, and he's actually having to kill this pig and he's apologizing to it as he's killing this pig. <laughs> and I was just like, and then it's over, and then the scene's just like over for like a split second, and it's just like that kind of just bizarreness um mixed in so i don't know what else i have to say about it yeah Um, well i mean we kind of got to wrap it up i think today um because it's all the time we really have but maybe we can talk about beer and and say our final thoughts i mean i feel like with movies you know we can go on and on and on and uh you know it's it's a fun it's a fun exploration i do i you know i hope if anybody's listening to this that maybe um you know maybe you're spurred on to like you know, pursue those creative impulses a little bit with this talk. You know, I, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, something I've been doing and I'll just say this before we, we wrap this baby up, but I've just been watching movies like every night. I just watch a movie, just watch another movie, watch a movie. Like I just make time to watch movies. And it's something I used to do when I was a kid. I just always made time to watch a movie. Mm. And I'm, you know, I think like I started this this episode with this whole begin again thing uh, movie as a as a start, but you know, I think that's kind of like yeah, just get back to the roots of like if you love movie making or you ever thought about doing get 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 down to like what it is about that that you love, you know, and and that I think is uh, is kind of where I'm I'm exploring with it because I do I love movies I just love it I love making movies I love writing screenplays. And I don't love the industry all the time. I don't love all the bullshit in the business, but I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not onto something that's really true at the core in the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, that's just something that this, this talk has been uh, inspiring for that a little bit. It's been helping me reconnect with, with some of that, which has been nice. So I'll, I'll share my beer here. Um, I have, this one's called, or it's from Container Brewing. So um, this is a, another one. I th- actually, I don't know if I've had them. I think I had them last time. But uh, this is kind of a cool can. If anyone's on video, they can see it. It's kind of like a comic book. Uh, it looks really cool. Anyway, it's called nice. Triple Smash. And it's a hazy IPA. 
delicious. It's just it's kind of like kind of sweet, kind of flavorful. I mean, maybe too flavorful for some people, I suppose, but for me, it's good. It's, it's, it's very tasty. It's nice. I always love a hazy IPA and that's what I'm drinking today. Nice. I'm, I'm also drinking a hazy IPA today, uh, a new England hazy IPA. Um, I probably had this one on before, but it's, this one's called Holland some mass <laughs> from red truck beer. Um, <laughs> that's tasty. Tasty. It got like a little like IPA pack from them. So I've got like four different IPAs huh. in there from them. And it's uh it's good stuff, can I say? Yeah. Nice. So uh let's uh, yeah, let's wrap this one up because uh because I know we're time constrained today. Uh so um yeah, and I feel like we need to do this more often, you know, because yeah. like sometimes, you know, you start off and you're like, oh, let's just talk about movies and you know. I think that's the thing about great stories and, and great movies and stuff. And why I think, you know, people should be interested in, in story, learn more about story. If you don't know much about it, like it, it can bring up your appreciation for movies. Like, cause most people in the Western world were movie watchers, like most people. And, you know, just knowing a little bit more about story can help you sometimes just go a little bit deeper into like the messages and understanding some of the, the, what the the director the writer the artists behind it are trying to to say um because yeah like i feel like this has spurred on a lot of great little other things for us in this conversation about art and technique and that balance and 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 that sort of thing so um yeah th those are my final thoughts is, uh, on that is um you know just to to encourage people to to dive a little bit more into into story and movies and stuff like that. And, and for us as well, it's like, yeah, we should, we should just do this more often. We should definitely just, Hey, let's talk about some movies we've watched recently. <laughs> yeah, man, I agree. I agree. This has been, this has been great. And and it did, it sent us on down some roads, which have been really fun to explore. And, uh, you know, I think it just, you know, it's, it's a reminder, you know, that's that you can start with, just start with something that you like, that you're interested in that, you know, you're, you, you like talking about and without a, without necessarily a plan or an agenda of where it's going to go. I think that's a good way to start a story too, if you're going to write something or create something. And, um, you know, I think the, the other thought that I would, I would say is like, yeah, I would say it's, it's valuable for anybody to learn a little bit more about story. If this isn't something that you've done, I think it's worth exploring and trying to understand it because your whole life is a story and most of the meaning that you make up is basically a story. So, you know, if, if you look at your life, your life is really just a series of problems and challenges that you overcome. So, you know, if you can, if you can get yourself to like, look at it in terms of a character facing a problem and how you're going to overcome it and who you need to become to overcome your problem. That's a great way to just do life and story is going to help you get there. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.